back to Doing the Most Podcast. I am her, she is me, I am she. It's your girl, Corella. I did it better this time. Okay, I'm not talking to myself. Look, I have a special guest here today. The one, the only, Andrew Murray. Not the tennis player, by the way. Right. Sorry. A much better version. It is I, he is me, (laughs) I am him, Andrew Murray. And he is she. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. I told you the intro is hard. It's no, tough. I, I made that flub. My special guest is Andrew. I'm sorry. I'm like going off the cuff at the moment. Andrew is one of my good friends, one of my best friends. I would have to say we've been friends for a while now. Many years. How many years? Eight. That's a long time. Somewhere in there, yeah. Oh, since we were like 20. Yeah. 1920. Yeah. <gasps> That's so crazy. We met in college, y'all. Ride or die. Ride or die. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we started recording. It took us so long to get two microphones set up. Who even knew that that would be like a hard thing to do? But it seriously took us thirty minutes. Yeah, mad respect for these people that like do this every day and get paid um, to do so. Yeah. Also, it's not simple. I'm gonna turn the tan in there for a second. Hello. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, st- we're still testing it out. Obviously, we might have to do some like <laughs> editing here. We might have to splice some things together. Oh. You know, I'm not even listening to the advice Caleb gave me on podcast one, which is not to laugh in the mic. So hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to take a laugh break. (laughs) You literally have to bend down underneath the table to do so. Anyway, you know, it's one o'clock on a Saturday. So that calls for a mimosa, a mimosa, Um, uh, what'd you call it earlier? A mimosa, a mimosa for doing the most. I'm literally trademarking that, so thank you. And You're welcome. It's gonna, I'm going to make koozies. I'll charge you some royalties. Just we'll give me a koozie and we'll, we'll be good. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, we have a pop to record. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I also broke Caleb's rule. Give me a second while I recover from a heart attack, and I'm going to record um, a little fizz, a little bubble. What a moment. I made one for my mom, and it's just spilling on the table. Actually, no one's there to stop it. She wasn't ready for it, so... Well, her loss is our gain. Goes to waste. So today on Doing the Most... It's been so long, y'all. I haven't recorded a podcast in weeks. It's been literally weeks. There's um, orange juice on the counter over there, if you'd like some. I'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So I haven't recorded a podcast, y'all, in so long. You know, your girl has a job right? A real job. And this real job has been so crazy busy. I would like a little orange juice, please. A little splash. Thank you. I need a a manservant to actually do this um, for me. So like we could just be talking while the manservant does um, the, the mimosa pouring. In the meantime, I'm serving dual rolls. I have my guest. My literal guest is doing all the work. That's so bad, but I don't care. I'm not one for etiquette. Anyway, so it's been so long. As you guys know, I'm a teacher. I've been teaching. Coronavirus has made our job so much harder, and it's hard for everyone. Administrators, teachers, it's hard for all of us at the moment. And so all of our workloads are just kind of like tripled, really. They've tripled. And so I haven't recorded in so long. And Andrew has this really fun 
thing going on. And so we just decided to, I don't know, team up and do a podcast episode together. And Andrew, talk about your, your KWAM adventures yeah. that you've been having. Uh, oh, I'm... cheers, by the way. Cheers. Uh, clink if you didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, really excited. We are blending our creative talents today. Mm. Uh, two worlds coming together. Yes. Um, so I would say in COVID 2020, uh, my new title is host, anchor, reporter for KWAM, uh, specifically on our Saturday morning show, which appears on my Instagram live every Saturday morning. Um, so KWAM, KWAM the ticket, has a Saturday morning social isolation newscast. Uh, and it's just me in my home on Saturday mornings. Uh, bringing you the news that you don't need to know from my home as we all sit in isolation. Um, but it's been really exciting for me. It's a fun way to um, be stuck at home and still do something challenging, yeah, I guess. Interesting. Absolutely. And it's thing. and you are all of the anchors, correct? Like it's yeah. it's you and you. Thank you, Andrew. And that way that's so funny. Right. Back to you, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, there's a couple commercials. I'm also the star of the commercials. <laughs> and you're selling your own products. A man of many talents, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Besides your KWAM, which is so funny, what are you doing in in um, for your secondary job? Because KWAM is your first job. Let's be honest. Right, KWAM is definitely number one. Uh-huh. Um, it's what helps you pay your bills. Yeah, and then my like side hustle <laughs> is just selling chocolate. Um, so every day I go upstairs to my office and uh, fire up that computer and do. More of the same. I've been doing that almost as long as I've known you. Coming yeah, up because on you seven were, years. You interned there, and mm-hmm. then they hired you. Yeah, we're not going to say where. Okay, we're not going to do it just because, and just in case we say something. Actually, I've said your whole name, but anyway, they won't know. It's They're not going to know. Yeah, we won't tag them in it. It'll be cool. But, yes. Um, yeah, selling chocolate and um, you know having fun while doing it. And he sells chocolate. He also will guilt us into buying his company's chocolate during Halloween and Christmas time. Nonstop. And I do. I buy it. I, I buy it for my that. students. They love it. It's because it, there's a variety. It's not just what the name says it is. It's a variety. Yeah. So we love your chocolate. It's nice. I'm it's trying nice so stuff. hard to not say it. I know, it. right? It's very confusing. <laughs> there are a lot of brands. People are very passionate about chocolate yes. and they are ready to talk about it. Yes. And I'm trying not to say it, but mm-hmm. we're not going to say it. Right. So take us into more of this KWAM. What can we look forward to when we watch you? Yeah. Um, so season one is done. Um, mm-hmm. There were 12 episodes in season one. We're still building out what season two looks like, um, which is kind of funny because every Saturday morning, I don't really know what that week's episode is going to be. So when season two comes back, um, it's a pretty consistent format. So we always have our host, our lovely host, welcoming you to KWAM's Coffee. Coffee. Um, that would be me. <laughs> and then, uh, as always, news comes first at the top of the hour. So we throw to a newscast where we have a couple relevant stories for that week. Um, and just some really interesting uh, spins on what you've been doing at home. Because I and the rest of my team of me <laughs> has been doing the same. <laughs> It's so funny. I love, it's funny for me to watch it as um, someone who used to work in the news because it's, it's almost like a hundred percent, right? Like it's so spot on and that's how they, and the thing about it is the people on the news, like 
the newscasters and the reporters. They're so peppy and back to you on air. But then yeah. like they're literally cussing someone out as soon as that mic is cut. Like it's <laughs> crazy how cutthroat the news business is. Yeah. But it's so true because and I love all my news, my newsy people out there. But it's so funny how they're just spot on for the camera and then off the camera they're like calling you a bitch or whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would say kwim is not quite as cutthroat thank you for saying that uh, it is representative of the real thing it is um, it's so funny just actually minus the humor because right yeah. the news was it was fun but it wasn't that fun there's a lot of jokes thrown in there <laughs> to be unprofessional but over time you get to watch the production value increase a little bit as i figure out what i'm doing Yes. Uh, so season two, hopefully I know what I'm doing by then and uh, have a little, I don't know, some new tricks up my sleeve. Oh my God. Speaking of production value, it just reminded me of, has it, you've seen The Mandalorian on Disney Plus? Yeah. Okay. So obviously it looks fine, right? But have you seen the commercial for the new season? No. Okay. The new season, the production value <laughs> has skyrocketed. It looks so good. Yeah. Like. The characters look good. The The locations was really the thing that looked so cheap in the first season. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And the locations now either are fake or they have upgraded their set because they – or they're like on location yeah. because it looks so much better. They made money on that. Baby Yoda brought in the dollars and so I mean, but upgraded. doesn't Disney have billions? They couldn't they do, have – Yeah. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's a good point. I know. I'm just – well – for the my podcast, the production value has gone way down. I think it it goes from one episode to the next. It's good, it's bad, it doesn't matter. We're rocking with two mics right now. I think that's an upgrade. The thing is, and this is what is going to happen. We're going to play this back, and it's going to sound so ratchet. I'm also terrified of that moment. Yes. But look, you know what we're going to not do is we're not recording it again. We're I'm not. a I'm a one take kind of gal. Yeah, I say this two in school because they make us record videos for the students who aren't home or who are home right and have to watch you mm-hmm. know they still have to do school because you have two jobs you have your in-person job and your yes, virtual job absolutely yeah. and i have to do a disclaimer for all of my students because i'm like look i don't have time to record this five times so if i stutter or if i say a word wrong or whatever it is that's what you're gonna get and yeah. it is it's 20 minutes of me just messing up and that's part of it I guess it is, but it pulls the curtain up on the whole teachers are perfect kind of thing. And now they're seeing like, oh my God, Miss Kordsmeyer is a loser. And I'm sure that's what they think. <laughs> and I can't record a video to save my life. Is there a difference between you off the cuff in class and you on the video? Absolutely. In class, when I'm, when I'm doing my face-to-face lectures, I'm on it. I am the teacher yeah. of the year. There's no teacher but me. And I'm good. I have jokes. Like... And, and they're, they're giving me energy back and I'm literally yeah. feeding off of their energy. Yeah. Like I'm sucking it from them like I'm in Twilight, okay? Just <laughs> sucking all the energy, okay? Mm-hmm. And when I'm doing the video, I'm in my room by myself. I'm looking at myself. I'm trying to go through Google Slides or reading a story or trying to look at my notes. And then I get nervous even though no one is watching me. Right. And it's literally recording. I could stop it and start it anytime. And I just don't. And then I'm like, okay, bye. And then I just click off. (laughs) I mean, that feedback is so important in that type of situation. Like when you're talking to someone, it makes such a difference to be able to see someone. Yes. Um, Even like COVID and coffee felt weird because I'm just staring at my cell phone Mm -hmm. camera. Yeah. um, Yeah. For a couple weeks until I was like, okay, this is 
this is like how I do this now and I'm a little more used to it, but it's still not nearly the same as like having people who are reacting in real time with you. Yes. That real time reaction makes it. And it's like, I'm trying to think about like comedians, right? Right now in this COVID world, yeah. comedians are doing like virtual like Jimmy Fallon and all of them are doing their show virtually with no one in the audience. And then you know they're tanking. Like, yeah. It's not funny. Even at home, it's not funny because like... No, you watch it. I like, think you can tell that they feel yeah out of place because yeah. like... They suck anyway. You know, it's like pause <laughs> for punchline and then no one reacts. So yes. it's like, oh yeah, there's no one there to make me, to remind me that this is Mm-mm. something kind of funny. Did you watch the Emmys, the virtual Emmys? I did not. I didn't either, but I heard it was terrible. And I, I heard it on Twitter and you know, everything that's on Twitter is true. Right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I didn't even know it was happening to be honest. <gasps> I have like checked out of so many things that are just like extraneous. I'm like, I don't, there's enough like craziness going on right now i don't oh need my to God. necessarily add to it with uh mm-hmm. i don't know stressing over the emmys i know i want to turn this podcast into um like a political one because i'm raging but then i know that everyone's sick of hearing that stuff <laughs> the dog is scratching on the door we should sorry you can't come in until we're done recording yeah, no <laughs> off limits but i just i the world is just so bogged down right now and i feed into that negativity my mom can attest to this my mom is like sitting on the couch I'm like, when someone says something negative, it like fuels me. And like, I grow even bigger. It's yeah. like, oh, what's that? There's a movie that has that concept where it's like they feed off the negativity. And if you're negative, mm-hmm. it like, it like gets stronger or something. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I can't, um, I also can't place it. Maybe it's um, the mimosa talking. Maybe so. Yeah. It's this Prosecco. <laughs> um, yeah. I've had to work like very hard this year to counteract that because I think in April it really hit and like you, you know, everyone was sort of spiraling into this. Yeah. What is happening this year? Oh, for sure. And, um, at some point I was like, okay, I have two choices here. I can like continue to react to this and go deeper, or I can say, I'm going to focus on things that are mm-hmm. positive for me and direct my energy in a different way. Like KWAM and exactly. boom, KWAM Honestly, was born. That's kind of where it came <laughs> from. It was this thing of like, I have too much time on my hands and like sitting at my computer doing work all day is not no healthy for me. And oh God, so no. one morning in the shower, I don't even know how it popped into my head. But by the time I got out of the shower, I had the whole first episode basically planned out look at that and that's so great it's creativity all we needed was a pandemic and a shower (laughs) right yeah pandemic and a shower maybe that's what i should are where i really do my best i might change the podcast name to pandemic and a shower but then i think i'll I'll get canceled cancel culture will be after me yeah but then i have to be popular to do that (laughs) right someone has to report us and I don't think that's going to happen yet. No, not yet. Give it a year, though. If Well, I can't go five weeks in between recording podcast episodes, though. I have to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Build that content. Mm-hmm. How do people do it? I don't understand. Like, I used to make fun of influencers all the time and think, wow, what a stupid, easy job. They're so dumb. They can't even think. They can't. They say like every other word. Yet... Now that I'm trying to create this podcast, I'm really struggling with what do I even talk about? The content is so hard. It's so hard. And to keep it up consistently. Yes. I think I put out three episodes of COVID and coffee in a row and I was like, okay, whoa, Uh this is a lot. Um, Yes. So to 
to do that continuously and there are daily podcasts there are people who get on daily every day yes and i used to listen like to one that was daily content mm-hmm. every day uh-huh and coconut coffee I had 12 episodes and was like okay i'm running out of steam yeah over the course of three months like mm-hmm. there was plenty of time for me to think about it yeah and i still ran out of new ideas so we're taking a hiatus and we're rebuilding for season two Maybe that's what I'll tell people I did for five weeks. I was just taking a hiatus. Yeah. I was on hiatus. I was on sabbatical. Right. What even is sabbatical? I don't know, but do they do it in the podcast industry? Maybe. Yeah. Let's all sabbatical. Just use, just use industry terms to describe why why you're taking a break. Yeah. And I needed time to focus on myself yeah. and my well-being and to be with my family. Yeah. <laughs> Ready, eat, pray, love, and it took five weeks to process. Yeah, eat, pray, love, except I was eating, absolutely. Praying, minimally, should have been probably a little bit more. Yeah. And I was actually, it's eat, 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 text, loathe was what I was oh. doing for five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just eating my feel. Actually, no, that's a lie. Eat, TikTok, loathe, because I was eating, watching TikTok. Yeah. And just hating the situation I was in. Yeah. Which was feeling overworked. But... Look, don't we all? That's the name of the game. That's the American dream. Am I right? Isn't it? Isn't it, it is. crazy what we've convinced ourselves? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is like Hell the yes. ideal here. Yeah. Because it's like two weeks vacation. That's great. Yeah. And, yeah. We did it. <laughs> I have arrived. I get working eight hours a day, five days a week. Yes. Yeah. The American dream. That's literally how it is. Yeah. And it, it is so like not what I actually want. Mm-mm. And I don't think it's what most people want. I think there is. I think most people want opportunity and yes. we have convinced ourselves that opportunity comes at doing this the cost of working 12 hour days. Yes. And it doesn't. No, it does not. If anything, I think that makes you worse at the thing that you're trying to do in eight hours because you're so focused on it that you're not bringing in any new perspectives and like you burn out so quickly. Look, this is what the man knows. The man knows this. And what's about to happen is an FBI van is about to roll up in front of my house and take us away because we've cracked the code. We've got secrets. We know the secrets. We know the secrets. We are, (laughs) I was going to say, we are hacking our way to success (laughs) and you started hacking. So, um, yeah, my throat just got weirdly dry all of a sudden. Oh my God. Do you remember when we went and ate at Poke like a few weeks ago? Oh, it actually wasn't a few weeks ago. It was like a month ago. Yeah. And I thought I had coronavirus. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, I, t- I t- called Andrew and was like, hey, like, I have a tickle in my throat. I think I'm going to cough. And I would cough. And I told him this. I was like, what if I have it? And he was like, I'll take my chances. What does that say about us? I think, okay, here's the deal. I was pretty convinced. And this is not that the perspective. It was it was fine. <laughs> yeah, this was not the perspective that we maybe should have taken or like the right civic perspective to take, but my allergies were horrendous that week. Uh-huh. And so, you know, for it to just hit, I was like, this is probably something a Zyrtec would fix. And a Zyrtec did fix it, by the way. Yeah. Thank, thank you God. for that advice. Right. Hashtag Zyrtec. <laughs> um, and we Sponsor wound us. up, we were very careful. We sat far away from anyone the whole time. There's no one in there anyway. There wasn't really anyone in there anyway. Yeah. So it was not, mm-hmm. I would say, a high-risk situation for no. anyone other than me. Um, yeah. And, you know, then you just became part of my quarantine pod. Oh. <gasps> yeah. 
But then again, it was literally allergies. Isn't that the scariest thing about coronavirus is that it's the same symptoms as everything else. Everything. It's like, oh, this like minor thing that you deal with every year and then also something that could kill you. Yes. Yikes. Isn't that the, that's the scariest part about it? Because you literally wake up one random day and you're like, oh my God, my, my throat is a little sore. And everyone's mind is like, coronavirus. Right. Everyone is like, get away from me. Not, oh, hope you feel better. I know. But it's hard. It's the pandemic. It's hard to, for me right now as a teacher, to even think about precautions. Just because I'm working in a school every single day. And I'm surrounded by my students every single day. Right. And there's no way, I mean, you know. It balloons so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. you have 30 kids in your room. Probably a little, I will, I will say about like, I may be one of the few teachers, but, and I do teach like four sections of virtual. Um, but my biggest class right now is like 21. Oh, I know, which is great because last year that would have been like my smallest class. Right. So, and then my smallest class is like 14 people. So I will say my class size, mine personally, I can't say for every teacher, of course, but my mine personally has gotten a little smaller however i still need room to like social distance when i teach them and so i have to keep a row completely clear so i can walk that row and still Mm -hmm. be like six or seven feet away from them like while i'm talking to them with my mask on by the way right (sighs) but you have like there's 21 kids in your room Uh they all probably live in a household with three other people yeah for sure and probably like a sibling who's in another class with 21 kids yes just Within three days. I mean, there's just so much I know. exposure happening. but And they assess the exposure. Like, if I, had a ki- if I have a kid, they assess it differently. Like, if I have a kid who may be COVID positive, but they don't sit anywhere near my desk, then they don't assess me as, like, high risk to get, to get it. Which is mm-hmm. probably true. Um, it's just the kids around them, you know. Right. But, yeah, it's just, uh, it's hard to even, because I'm at school. So I'm like, well, is it? What am I going to – it's just hard to even – yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. And it's like a slippery slope, you know. You can't talk about it. People are mad about it. Some people don't even think it's happening. It's just weird. Yeah. And my mom uses this term all the time, comorbidities. I'm like, quit saying that. Ooh, I hate that one. word. I know I hate that word, comorbidities. No one even Five knew – No one even knew what that word was before this. I've got – Right. Like – the dumbest people I went to high school with who are now all of a sudden scientists on Facebook. Well, she had comorbidities. It's like, you couldn't even spell your first name <laughs> our senior year of high school. And you want me to take COVID-19 advice from you? Yeah. I delete. People are like, oh, just scroll past it. No. Goodbye. You are the weakest yeah. link. You know what I've been thinking about this week specifically is, um, and I don't know where it came from, but the fact that we're all at home. Uh-huh. We're all in our own minds. Yes. And I think it's driving everyone further apart. Yes. I think this, this was the government's plan. We're going there. Okay. I'm, I know. Elaborate. I just went from zero to yeah. QAnon. I is that how not... you pronounce it? QAnon? Or is it Quanon? So. Quanon. <laughs> I think it's Quanon. I, I don't. <laughs> well, okay. Well, these Quanon people are crazy, <laughs> but I'm, I'm about to Quanon it up. Is it Quanon? Quanonymous? I'm almost positive it's QAnon. Well, they should put a dash, okay? Because yeah. that is grammatically incorrect. If you want it to be QAnon, 
then put a dash. Yeah. Are we really going to take advice from people who can't even spell their own names correctly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But I really do think. Yeah. Let's dive deeper into that. Should I? I don't know. It's it's your podcast. So. I'm staring across the table at Andrew. Should I do this? AKA, <laughs> we should put a stop to this. Okay, maybe not. But um, you know, we'll pull it. We'll pull it back though. I think there is this thing of um, sitting at home and like obsessing over the things that that really matter to you. Yes. And you like get deeper and deeper and more and more passionate yes. about it. And then someone has like a slightly different spin. Oh yeah. And instead of being like, I see commonality here because like we see each other on a semi-regular basis now it's like this is the only thing i know about you and it is in direct opposition to me yeah to yeah personally my central yeah. identity we take now. it personally and it just like ever it pushes yeah. everyone further apart literally you don't like the lgbtq plus i'm about to hit you in the face right. like that's where we are yeah instead of being like why to be fair that you was not directed at me it was no yeah. even though i pointed at you right very supportive aggressively I use my teacher point. Yeah. That's a big one. That's why I jumped a little so personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But everyone knows English teachers are the coolest teachers out there. Yeah. And we're also woke. We're not quan honors. (laughs) I'm trying really hard not to laugh into the microphone per Caleb's instructions. I know when I did the episode with my sister and we were wasty pants, um, we literally could not stop laughing and she would be like, I've got two kids and I would just bust out laughing. And I don't know why it wasn't funny, but I was just, we had a it's lot of white cloth. you can't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You were in high school when the teacher was like, the next one who laughs goes to the office. And you were literally holding your nose, yeah. trying not to laugh at your friend yeah. across the room. <laughs> I'm now like the opposite of that. My new goal, it's been my goal for a long time at work in any meeting where it would be inappropriate to laugh, but people can um, like, ch- like chat um, each other. I will just instant message people constantly to try to get them to laugh. You're that kind of person. Audibly. Oh yeah. my God. And then they try to do it back and I'm stone faced. Stone. Like a stone. Yeah. So um, people don't read my messages during meetings anymore. I would block I'm, you. I'm very successful at it. Yeah. I would literally block you. <laughs> you know what came up on my time hop Tell for me. this today? Bikes, blues, and barbecues. Oh, my God. I don't know if there's an S at the end, but I'm going to put an S. Barbecues. Yeah, there should be. Bikes, yeah. blues, barbecues. It rhymes. Yeah. It's the right um, rhyme scheme. I, From five years ago. 2015. I, first of all, like I completely forgot that that was a thing this year. And the fact that it's supposed to happen like right around now is even crazier. Like this year is... What is time? It doesn't exist. It, do, it means nothing. Except for bikes, blues, and barbecue. I know. That's what made me think, oh my God, it's the fall. Yeah. Bikes, blues, and barbecues. It really is. It's typically like that is normally one of those first chilly weekends. Yeah. And what a weird beginning to fall because there are so many strange things that happen that weekend. Oh, but... a lot of weird goes down <laughs> that weekend. I can think of a few things that happened to me personally. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, there's like three sleeping people on the couch in my living room right now. Oh, just kidding. My mom's not asleep. One of them woke up. <laughs> and they're snoring. We, there's the like little baby snores. I know. Anyway, weird things happen at BB, BB, BBQ. Right. S. <laughs> yes. 
So do you remember the last time you even went to Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue? Uh, yes. Because we live in Benton County now, so right. we, like, have to drive down there to go. Yeah, it's, it's not just it's a... It's effortful. Like, it you is... You have to plan ahead. Effortful. And be responsible. Like yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, I think I went, uh, not last year, but the year before. So two years ago. Mm. I'm trying to think. With a very different group of people. I went with, uh, work people who are not from Arkansas, because everyone moves in to mm. work here. Mm-hmm. Um... So they had never been. And Did they have fun? Oh yeah, it was a blast. We had. Did you go out at night or during the day? Fantastic time at night. Oh yeah, night is weird. Yeah, we bought a few cigars. Yes. We basically like hung out in the parking lot that has all the vendor tents. Yeah, we can walk around, drink, yeah, and yeah. like just drink a ridiculous amount of beer. Absolutely. And then you know, shenanigans. Shenanigans. That's the only and thing you soup. can say. I yeah. know. It usually is like Confederate Flagville. Um. And I, I, you know, honestly, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> when I go down there, I don't feel like someone's just about to like sock me upside the head right. because they're like, black bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I will say there is usually a bunch of Confederate flags, like yeehaw, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But it's, it's crazy. So two years ago was the last time you went. Mm-hmm. Last year, why Cooper, I know the baby cough. The baby golf. I'm afraid he's about to start crying. Is he going to cry? <laughs> yeah. We can, we can pause if we need to and, and circle back. I know we're not going to, but like, going it to. is an option. <laughs> we're not going to. So I didn't go when I was pregnant. Or did I? I think I did go when I was pregnant. Just to eat, though. Right. And I was newly. Like, I was still fresh. Like, I wasn't, like, mm-hmm. a big behemoth. Yeah. Like, how I ended up. What an eating adventure it is, as well. Oh, the food is so good i don't know if i would say that what oh, we're gonna have to look yeah we were just talking about the wrong we were just talking about discontention you know what i mean or whatever yeah i'm about to sock you inside the like... face because what you just said personally attacked me i did me. not mean to insult your identity <laughs> just, just now i love the food my uh my like biggest recollection is waiting about a 15 minutes for a bucket of curly fries, which sounds amazing. Were they gross? Um, well, they were trying to churn out these curly fries as quickly as they could, so they oh. didn't fry them all the way. It's like raw potato. And so, yeah, so like when a curly fry is not cooked completely, it just soaks up all that grease, and then you eat all that, and it wasn't... I know. It wasn't the experience I was looking for. Because what comes in must go out. Eventually, yeah. And all that Ugh. grease and starch... No fiber. You know what None. I mean? Yeah. It's awful. I love the food. I, it's like, it's like state fair food. Yeah. It's yeah, literally state sure. fair. A biker. The biker state fair. Yeah. Honestly. Minus the rides. Minus the fair rides. Now, if you're cute enough, oh, you yeah. will get a ride. Yeah. You just got to think, do I really want to jump on the back of this big dude's bike whose name is probably Butch? it's my uncle's name butch yeah you have an uncle butch Mm -hmm. is he a biker he is not oh my god i thought you were about to say he is wouldn't it have been great actually yes yeah uncle butch (laughs) hanging out on his harley (laughs) y'all have a house full of people right now so there are literally children sleeping on this couch where we're recording i know we should have done this in the closet 
I thought about it. Mm-hmm. I thought about moving everything to my bedroom closet and us literally sitting in the closet <laughs> and recording this <laughs> the podcast. The cords are long enough that I think we could probably make it to two different closets and yeah. just completely separate ourselves from Honestly, each other. Honestly, we I should have done we should have done that. But you would have had to be in my closet and it's a mess. Yeah. It's I mean a mess. I'm just going to say I thought about can doing we normalize too? having a messy house. The, uh, Why does everyone I've been thinking a lot. Messy house 2020. I'm getting like very philosophical on this podcast. That's what happens. That's where you wanted to go. But, when the mic gets in front of um, you. Yeah. I'm just ready. I'm, let go and let God. This microphone <laughs> is a soapbox and I will use it. It probably could be the mimosa. Keep talking. I'm going to refill your mimosa yeah. for you. Oh, I'll be you your, so your manservant. Yeah, I appreciate that. Just oh, and my mom. My mom is making obscene gestures with She's her hand. She's making moves. <laughs> when you wake up from a nap, you just really need that mimosa. But I think... You know, I've been thinking a lot in 2020 because I've had so much time on my hands to think about anything and everything. Why do we all have to, like, project this image of perfection? Why can't we just talk about that is a perfect pour, by the way. Um, Thank you. Why can't we just focus on, like, becoming a better version of ourselves? Because, like, the perfect version of my house that I have when people come over is, like, not what happens ever. Unless people are coming over. I blame. Why is that a thing? I blame the, you know, that period after the Great Depression. I'm, I'm going way, way back. Yeah. So I just taught this Harlem Renaissance story to my children um, in school. And so it's got me thinking about, you know, after the Great Depression and everyone got money. We know, not everyone. <laughs> Some people, most people got money. People with the buying power. And consumerism just exploded right yeah and to keep up with the joneses and to be out in suburbia which was new and racist um big time you had to have like the nicest things in your house and you had to have the most you know the nicest fridge and the nicest the newest and nicest microwave you know and oh i have to get the new color tv yeah and i think as generations we've just absorbed that consumerism and for us, like a clean house equates to being a good person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I always, and I'm not above this. I think when I when I throw part, if I have like a party or if I have people over and my house is super clean, I think they're gonna think that I'm clean, then which then makes them think that I'm like better for some reason. Yeah. And I don't know why we think that because the what did I I texted you and I was like please. Don't yeah. judge me by my house. Messy house. I know. And it's like first of all, we've been friends for how long? You've seen me do God knows what. <laughs> and I'm, I'm apologizing for yeah. a dish or 10, 20, yeah. a lot. Like nobody's perfect. I mean, you have way, I'm just going to tell you, you have way fewer dishes out on your counter right now than I do at home. So, Well, we just did dishes. Well, I'm, I say we, my mother. Okay. I gave you credit, mom. What a saint. She'll be on the podcast one day. Yeah. But I got to get her like four scotches deep. You got to like really warm her up. I'm just thinking about your um, conversation about therapy from a few episodes ago. Oh my God. Everyone needs it. And I am so happy your mom is here to just like dissect this after we turn this off. Uh, So look, I said some beautiful things about my mom and for real, she did normalize therapy for us. And so I never felt like going was such a crutch, Mm -hmm. but my mom was a drug and alcohol counselor in like Europe and she wasn't a good one. Okay. Like she was one and she believes and knows these psychotherapy techniques. Okay. 
I'm about to tell y'all a story about what my mom told this one man, and it's wild. Can I tell the story, Mom? She said yes. Okay. Perfect. I don't know anybody's name. Oh, you told you told us his name the other night. I won't say his name. Okay. Okay. She told this guy who had addiction issues, <laughs> and he said that he was gonna he was gonna he was gonna you know commit suicide. Okay? Yeah. Which is terrible. Trigger right. warning. Okay. <laughs> you know what my right. mom told him? I can't even say it with a straight face. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> And it's not funny, but the way my mom tells the story, she makes it so comedic. She told him, blank, that's where his name would be. Right. You have failed at everything in your life. <laughs> oh, no. I think I might see where this is going. You, okay. have, not, you have not saw anything through that you said you're going to do. You said you're going to do this. You didn't do it. You said you're going to do that. You never did it. So what makes you think you're going to see this through as well. Yeah. And I was like, mom, you can't tell that to people. That's awful. I'm just going to remind you how much you suck. Yeah. At everything. So even this. She was like, you're going to try to do it. And knowing you, you're going to be left with some dismemberment at the end of it. No. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? But this was the 80s. Okay. I will say that. Is it okay? No. Am I going to judge her with 2020 standards? Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> Just retroactively apply those. <laughs> We're not going to do that. But what we will do is we'll learn and grow. Yep. Don't do that. But apparently he got clean. Okay. And he... So something worked. Something worked. He, look, my mom is over here like saying, yes, yeah, it worked. Something, something clicked. It was reverse psychology. She, 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 she put the thing down, flipped it, and reversed it. As Dr. Dr. Elliot once told me, (laughs) y'all know Dr. Elliot, Mm -hmm. like we all had therapy from her, but yeah, but everyone needs therapy. Oh my God. Everyone needs it. I think the the bikers at bikes, blues and barbecue of all need some therapy. (laughs) Can we have a type of conversion therapy where we like try to convert (laughs) people to not be racist? I think, I think that's the point. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm on board with that type. Yeah. Not the one that we we know about. I don't like that right. one. But you know, if we have like a, a type of therapy to like to like convert someone to be a non-racist. Yeah, I mean, again, we're talking about improvement here. All aboard. Progress. Progress twenty twenty. And messy house is twenty twenty. Yeah, you know what? Owning owning those imperfections. Owning the. Owning and then the imperfections. working on them. Yes, right? absolutely. Like, look at us going deep. Yeah. Acknowledge that there are things like, it's been a heavy year. It's been a there heavy are year. A lot of things that I have come to realize this year that I just like don't need. No, I definitely needed them. Oh. Uh, I definitely needed to learn some things this year. Oh. But I am excited to say. Hey, I've learned some things and like my perspective is changing. <gasps> Absolutely. I'm a, a more informed person of the world. I know. I see your woke posts on Instagram. I'm trying to be. I'm into it. I'm trying to. Uh, there's an, well, well, we'll transition here. There's an interesting thing. Every time I post something, I have to sit back and ask myself, why am I sharing this? Uh-huh. Because Reflection. I think there were 
a couple times where it was more of like a performative thing of like this is what people are doing so like this post is going to be like this is what I should be doing yes and I think as I've sat back and thought about things I've realized no these are things that like as I learn more about them they are even more important and I know that a lot of the hundred people that follow me may not have also known that so yeah if there's like two people that see something and pause and think for a second like that's what it's for one uh, person at a time i'll drink to that cheers cheers, cheers 2020 to k wham yes mom i see you over there Susie q cheers i'll drink Sipping. to that i will drink to that mm. this got deep i did i was ready for it doing the mimosa Doing the most. That's probably going to be the name of this episode. You know, that's the hardest part, honestly, for me, yeah. is naming them. Well, how do you summarize this much content into, you know, 10 I, words or less? Yeah, and you don't want it to be long. It's, I don't even know. It's just I have to choose something from the episode that I think is the funniest, and I put it in there. Yeah. Or that was, like, the most reverberating. Is that a word? Yeah. Oh, look at me. Wow. You would think I was an English teacher. You should be. Honestly, I think you would be great at it. And I love doing it. I really do. But dang, this year is trying me on. Mm -hmm. The stress is caught in the back of my neck. So guess what we're doing tonight? What are you doing? Tonight. It's a Saturday night. Yeah. We're going to that um, North Forest Lights. Oh. At Crystal Bridges. How wonderful. I know. We went last year. And it was so fun. But, you know, it was sans covid yeah so i think we have to wear our masks which will be fun yeah. i love my mask when i don't have it on honestly it feels not complete yeah but yeah i think it'll be it's interesting like those dreams where you forget to wear pants i've never had that dream i definitely have you have yeah i have weird dreams but i don't have dream like where i'm just naked i mean i wasn't naked i just didn't have pants on okay but that's kind of naked yeah i mean it was not appropriate to be in public i in my dream was at my favorite mexican restaurant um, just like in a booth just with no pants <gasps> and then like the whole time i was sitting there seven-year-old me at this mexican you were seven in the booth in the dream yeah i mean and like, you were when drunk? i dreamed it and no oh <laughs> i was like what no no no. okay so seven-year-old me had this dream of being at the mexican restaurant and i didn't have pants on oh well, you had the dream when you were seven yeah, but do you still yeah. have these could, first of all i don't have them anymore okay second of all rare that was the first thing i was gonna ask you like do you have these anymore second of all could you imagine sitting in a restaurant booth with no pants on right i bet you would be itchy in whatever places that you have for days the whole time i just remember in the dream the whole time i was trying to figure out how to be the least visible as possible right like try to how make you, yourself a ghost how do you maneuver your way out of this to where like your <laughs> legs are no longer visible to anyone in the restaurant that is so funny the only dream i have that i think other people have is that dream where you are about to get shot in the head and you hear the <laughs> 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 like where the gun goes off and you like <gasps> and you jump awake real quick because that you hear and there's no there's nothing leading up to it like right. there's never like a Dude in a mask is holding a gun to my head, and then he pulls the trigger. It's literally mm -hmm. just like, I don't remember anything, and then all of a sudden it's like a gunshot. And it's I, like Ugh. barrel trigger. Up. Yes, and I'm and in my mind I'm thinking like, like I just woke up. I I was about to break out of the matrix, and that's why it happened. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so, apparently, someone 
someone told me that it's your body's way of like having you not die. Like apparently like you, I know this could be completely fake. I'm glad and I haven't had this dream before then. I know. And someone, um, then someone could be lying to me, like trolling me, but someone, and I think it was Caleb. That someone is probably Caleb. And he listens to these and he gets mad at me when I say he's done things that he hasn't done, but that's how I saw it and how I remember it. But someone said that you have those dreams. I put air quotes up because it's like your body's, your body is telling you to wake up when you like stop breathing or like when your, your heart like stops beating or something. And it's like your body's giving you a shock. Mm. And to me, I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. But now <laughs> that I'm looking back at it, I think Caleb was trolling me. Yeah. He was um, 100% trolling. I just he? Googled it while we're talking about it. And the first thing that shows up um, describes it as um, a sign that you must metaphorically wake up to something important in your life. <gasps> well, that's not so, true. Because every time it happens, nothing's going on in my life. <laughs> you're like, I'm doing great. Maybe that's what you need to wake I'm up to. I'm doing the most. Oh. <gasps> Ooh. Am I doing the least? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Not here. <laughs> Maybe. Or not. Maybe. Or not. <laughs> it is I. It is I. It is me. It is she. I'm him. I'm her. I'm we. <laughs> that says our kick again, which is telling me it's like time to stop these shenanigans. Oh, we were talking about bikes, booze, and barbecue shenanigans. Oh. Actually, I honestly don't think I should put those on record because. Yeah. I mean, there was that one time I got on the bike randomly and the guy drove away. And he did take me for a ride around like Fayetteville, and it was yeah. weird. And I think he was like trying to take me home, but I got out of that situation. Looking back, Thankfully. oh my god! And my mom is sitting right here. She's probably like, "What? Oh my! You god. were doing what? No wonder they were so strict on me." And honestly, it's probably because she did the same thing when yeah, she was your age. Mel B, she was wild. I'm sure she had to have been being four eleven with the size. Yeah. Okay, five feet. She's saying five feet. Five whatever. one. It looks like. Being five feet and a hundred and you know twenty pounds with a size C bra when you're twenty nineteen years old, I'm sure she's done some things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, Melby. Don't care. Well, K Wham, Andrew. Corella. Our mimosas are running dry and it's a beautiful day outside. Yeah. So how about we reflect? On the things we're thankful for. <laughs> just kidding. I was like, are, are, are we about to do this? No. I was just trying to think of a great way to K-Wham wrap this up. How are we going to do it? Let's K-Wham us out, please. Can you, are we are on the cuff, okay? Yeah. Can you do it? Um, yeah, so. Here we go. Uh, just give me, just give me just a second. Uh-huh. I'm going to, I'm gonna, how about I not look at you? I'll look down. Okay, okay. This is Andrew from COVID and Coffee right here on K-Wham. K-W-A-M the ticket. Tune in next week for another episode of Doing the Most with Corella. Yes, I love it. You literally sound like an old school radio jockey. And I'm into it. Like you would be on like, you sound like the male version of Delilah. Andrew Murray. That is a huge honor. And on that note. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me today. Thanks for coming over, Andrew. I have nothing to give you but mimosas and... A messy house. Messy house 2020. And everyone. Oh, and a cup of water. And to that, we say, see you later. Don't forget to continue doing the most in your everyday life because it ain't no fun when you're the one doing the least. (laughs) See ya.